Welcome to Blueprint of Faith. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Faith. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith, we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. There's a reason you always trust your gut. Your whole body's health depends on it. Did you know 70% of your immune system resides in your gut? Invest in your health with Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Get whole body benefits including gut, heart, skin, and digestive health from 24 clinically and scientifically studied probiotic strains and a plant-based prebiotic. Go to seed.com slash gut and use code 25GUT for 25% off your first month. That's seed.com slash gut, code 25GUT. Good morning and welcome to my morning rant. This morning, let's take a look at um, Deuteronomy 1. 31. And I want to focus on this aspect of God the Father that um, you need to know about. Uh, it's um, just, again, you know, I love encouraging my brothers and sisters, including myself, and I get a chance to do this through the Word of God. The Bible tells us that God gives us hope, and um, uh, I know the psalmist cried out, he said, Fulfill your word that you have caused me to put my hope in. So I want to show you something that is really precious about God our Father. In the wilderness where you saw how the Lord your God carried you just as a man carries his son. In all the way which you have walked until you come to this place. What a beautiful picture. I am a father with sons and um, I have carried my son. When they were in, uh, you know, in in a bad space, I would pick them up. I will, uh, um, you know, uh, encourage them, just like this picture in the wilderness where he, uh, where you saw how the Lord your God carried you. Now we all know about the wilderness, this dry place where we, you know, a lot of people hate to go there, but it's some good lessons there in that place of the wilderness. We get to see God's provision. The children of Israel saw his provision, the power of his provision. They get to see, see, they saw a lot of his acts in the sense where they saw a lot of miracles. He fed them. Um, he, they were thirsty. He took care of that. He, he gave them um, manna from heaven. You know, there's a scripture that says that um, uh, whatsoever you ask the Father in my name, that will he do, um, that your joy will be full. There's a, a interpretation that says if God doesn't have it, he will make it for you, which is really, really cool to think about it, that God is willing to do that much to make sure that you get a chance to experience his love. Now, if this God is a God of love, um, He, the Bible tells us that He chastises us. Why? Because He loves us. And so He will do all the things necessary that is in a loving relationship 
to make sure that that uh, relationship is nurtured correctly and that relationship buds and it becomes strong. One of the things that he does for us is that in our wilderness, where we uh, where we know that he will carry you just as a man carries his son. And so in your dark time and in your um, your pain, if you will, God will carry you. The Bible tells us that he's close to those that have a broken heart. And uh, we need to start looking at the loving aspect of his character and dig a little deeper into it. You know, God is love and all this kind of stuff. But we see that um, he gave us mortals, if you will. A chapter by which we can see in Corinthians what love looks like, so that we can have an understanding. Love looks like Jesus Christ being beaten um, with a cat and nine tail, ripping off the flesh off his back, uh, with um, he being pierced with a sword in his side. That's what love looks like. Love looks like that, you know. Yeah, uh, it's messy, but there's glory within that mess. And our Father is the glory within our mess. And the Bible tells us that He will carry us like a Father. He even promised that He would do it when we get old. Isaiah 46, um, 4, I believe, it says, Even to your old age I am He, and to gray hair I will carry you. I have made, and I will bear. I will carry and will save. So I want to encourage you guys, you're not alone, man. Um, I know what gets us a little frustrated is the timeline when God comes to our aid because we think he should have done it a long time ago, but he's working something. If you go back into the Word, he says, tribulation works patient. You have to learn to wait. And as you wait on the Lord, he says he will give you all these things, he will renew your strength. And all of those things. Isaiah forty one ten. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you, or I will carry you with my righteous right hand. I'm gonna hold on to you so that you don't fall. And we see that all through the scriptures where the Bible tells us that He is holding our hands so that uh, when we stumble, that's just like me as a father. I remember carrying my children holding their hands so that when they stumble, they didn't fall. I was able to grab them and hold on to them and make sure that uh, they were okay. You know what I mean? So that's how he is. Uh, he picks us up, guys, when we think that we can't handle it anymore. You know, uh, he is our God. He's our Father, and he loves us. And so we have to remember that in our um, dismay, if you will. We need to remember that uh, he is God. And he, he says, for I am the Lord your God, who takes hold of your right hand and say to you, I will help you. I mean, that's some powerful stuff. You know what I mean? Isaiah 41, 13. So don't be, uh, don't be caught up with our emotions. We've been talking about how, uh, our emotions activate feelings. So, forth. And so you and I have to be very careful. That's so the things we allow in our life, you know. So, but He is here to carry you and I in the wilderness. He's helping you. He's lifting you up. And uh, we, you know, we all see that famous picture about the footsteps and all that type of stuff. You know, and similar like that. But I want to bring it to us. You know, we have children, and we hold their hands when they're in pain. We pick them up, if you will, and um, comfort them. The Holy Spirit is here to do the very same thing and to help us through our pain because we self-centered sometimes. We are a little self-centered and we miss the mark. 
But that's okay. The Bible says, for all have missed the mark, all have sinned and come short of the glory. But we have someone that is going to pick us up and carry us like a father does, regardless of our condition. Your heart is a mess. Your life is a mess. Your feelings is a mess. Whatever it is, it's just it's just dark. But allow the creator that is God, uh, that resides in you, to come out and stand up and hold God's hand. Don't let go of it. Don't allow the circumstances or the pain of the circumstances uh, cause you to let go of it. For I, the Lord your God, holds your right hand. So he's holding on to your hand as well. You may not think he is, but according to his word, he is. And if it says that he is, the Bible says that he's not a man that he should lie. So that means that he's holding on to your hand in your pain, in the dark uh, gut wrenching, emotional hit, your spirit is wounded, and um, God is there with you, because the scripture tells us he's there, um, close to the broken hearted. So if you're a broken heart, if you have a broken heart, he's there. He tells you to cast a burden on him and so forth, and you know all of these things, but when you are in pain, you can barely, you know, uh, get a word out. He says in Psalms 34, 18, the Lord is near to the brokenhearted, and he saves those that are crushed in spirit. Is that you? Then God is there for you. He's there to carry you. He's there to pick you up. He's there to make sure that all is good and that uh, the enemy doesn't have the victory. It may seem so, but, you know, um, we've all heard a famous uh, sermon that talks about Sundays are coming, and, um, it's a great, great story of these two preachers. The young preacher, he got up and he preached his heart out and he got the crowd all riled up and um, he turns to the old preacher and he says, let's see what you can do. And so the old preacher got up and he said, it's Friday. And he begins to talk about what was going on Friday. And the young man began to watch this master, that is this old preacher, take this crowd of people and lit up their spirits to it, walking them all the way through from Friday to Saturday to Sunday when Jesus Christ resurrected. By that time, the crowd was losing their mind. He turns to the young preacher and tells him that's how you do it, son. So he is, it looks dark. But just like the preacher got up and said, it's only Friday. So allow uh, what was happening. And I tell people that... Uh hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, owner and user of Mint Mobile. And I am recording this message on my phone. I'm literally on my Mint phone. Why? Because fancy recording studios cost money. And if we spent money on things like that, we couldn't offer you screaming deals. Like if you sign up now for three months, you get three months free on every one of your plans, even unlimited. Visit mintmobile.com slash switch. Limited time, new customer offer. Activate within 45 days. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Unlimited customers using more than 40 gigabytes per month will experience lower speeds. Video streams at 480p. See mintmobile.com for details. It looked dark because we couldn't see anything. But Jesus Christ was busy. And I try to tell people the same thing happened in the natural realm. Once the natural act is done, like in the crucifixion, when he, he they saw him crucified, uh, then they buried him, they all saw all of that. But what was happening in the other realm, we are not privy to see it, but it's very busy. Jesus was busy. He was uh, preaching to, to those that were there in Abraham's bosom. Uh, he was there preaching to them and telling them, hey, I'm here. I'm the one that you guys have been talking about. Here I am. And they got so excited, the Bible tells us, that some of them, hundreds of them, ran out of the uh, uh, 
of Abraham's bosom of Roman Europe, uh, because Jesus didn't resurrect himself. There's a ton of other people in the scripture. If you read, you see those people all over the place. So they got all excited and said, yeah, this is him, and they ran out. So, um, and then he went and he sat down. Uh, he went over to the other side. The Bible says he went and uh, he began to uh, strip uh, Lucifer, probably had to call him, say, come on, stand before me, and began to strip him. And Lucifer was in total shock because he thought he won. He thought that everything was taken care of. Jesus Christ was dead. Everything, they made an open shame of him. And Lucifer was partying, having a good time, and didn't understand that it was only Friday and that there's a couple more days that needed to go by. And so uh, Jesus Christ calls him up, and uh, before all of them, began to strip him of his authority, began to strip him of his dominion, began to strip him of his uh, all of what it, uh, Adam had given to him. Jesus Christ stripped it and took it all back, all authority, all power in the heavens, in the earth, under the earth, all of it. He doesn't even have power in his own kingdom because Jesus stripped him and took authority over him. And Sunday, Jesus Christ rose up and presented himself to the Father, the blood of Jesus Christ and all of the work. And so I'm telling you guys, there's a lot of stuff happening within the spiritual realm while you're breaking and broken on your Friday. But Friday is another day. There is another day beyond that. There's Saturday. There's the, the grace of God, the behind-the-scenes stuff. I keep telling you guys what the grace of God is, working on the hearts of men. And that power is alive because the Bible tells us that the Word of God is alive and it is a spirit and it's moving, doing things on our behalf, bringing things to pass. But in our timing, we are um, we don't understand the Bible tells us because we don't understand and lean not to your own understanding. So we have to just learn how to surrender something. What are you surrendering? You're surrendering your expectation. You expected it to be finished and you didn't have to go through all this pain. But the Bible tells us that uh, God the Father is there in the wilderness with us. He's there and he is carrying us. He is carrying us like a father carries his son or his child. And I was there, guys, and I'm telling you, I was there as a father carrying my son. They are grown men now. I can't carry them. They're a little heavy, but um, uh, they are grown and uh, just like you will grow as well. In the wilderness where you saw how the Lord your God carried you, just as a man carries his son in all the way which you have walked until you came to this place. So God is watching you. He's carrying you. Um, in the Hebrew connotation, he talks about when the Father stares at you and I. He's, he looks at us. He stares at us like a father and a mother is staring at a newborn child. And that uh, you have to, you know, these are some of the pictures that we have to um, look at God as and see if he cares about us with that. And so he stares in our eyes with that kind of intense look because he is proud of you. He loves you. You may not be proud of you, but he is proud of you. He has brought you from a dark place and walked you through and you've grown much. But you and I are to press on, to keep moving. And you're in the wilderness, but you're not dead. Bible tells us that you've given a sacrifice of 
you know, I remember being in a place where I didn't even want to hear anything about Tom. But I knew that my feelings had nothing to do with it. I need to activate my faith. See, you need to go past your feelings and activate your faith. The man said to Jesus Christ, he says, Lord, I believe. Help tell my unbelief. There are times that we believe and God will help your unbelief. There are times that we sink. And we saw that uh, one of our brothers sank, and Jesus immediately grabbed him. And so, in the wilderness, God is holding you up, and he's carrying you just like a father carries his son. And don't allow the enemy to make you think different. Learn, control your thoughts. That's how we come. That is the first battleground. We talked about this. I did a study about this, about the thought line. That is the first battleground. This is where the battle is. And what is he trying to do? He's trying to activate some emotions that you have stored in there where you are in the other kingdom. And so he knows what buttons to push to bring it up so that you can uh, go back into that because you were in his kingdom probably longer than you were in God's kingdom. So he knows a few things about you. And when he begins to push those buttons, that's when you're going to have to give God a sacrifice of faith because you know what those buttons are. And um, you know the response that it gives when that button is pushed. But I want to just remind you guys that God is there. He's watching. Just surrender your expectation and allow his will to be done. Remember, Jesus uh, was there in the Garden of Gethsemane, and uh, his expectation was, man, I don't want to do this. This is, I don't don't, want to do this. But he surrendered to God's will. So you need to give up your expectation of how it should have been handled and how it ought to be handled. And surrender to God's will, and God will answer it. The Bible says the just shall live by faith, and walk by faith, and not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming. Please subscribe. And if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.